Sir, no. All right, Mike, how the hell are you? John, hey, how are you? I'm really good. I'm really good. We are uh, still still in the boo. Still in the boo. Um, yeah, looking back, we've spent 10 months out of this year. So although you could argue we haven't settled, we've switched houses and definitely don't haven't, you know, I'm not owning a home, no permanent address, kind of settled in this year for the most part in Malibu. Um, we did Miami for a few months. We did Austin for a month and yeah, otherwise we've been here and we're going to finish it out here. So, um, really enjoying it, really enjoying it, but we got the, we got the, Got the blinds closed today, John. It's a, it's a day to close the blinds in here and get a little dark, <laughs> get a little serious. Well, I, I know what the view is like because I was there uh, not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago. and How did you I feel about why, your experience here? Oh, I can see why you like it so much. <laughs> yeah. The views are breathtaking. And, and living in Nashville, I realized that I missed the ocean. It's the first time I've never lived on an ocean really right. for an extended period of time. So. The second I got off at LAX, I just got smacked in the face with that ocean breeze and I realized how much I missed it. And LAX is a long way from the fucking ocean comparably to where we are. It's just so, I don't know. I mean, everyone has their thing, you know, everyone has, mm -hmm. I think all the, you know, the different astrology aspects of where you were born and what, what, what sign you are and all that, you know, there, there's, I think everyone has their things that move them in life, obviously, like everyone has their own tastes and whatever, but the ocean for me is is just like, I don't know, it's the deepest conversation with nature I can have. It, it does a lot to my psyche. Um, it's able to reset my psyche when it's, when it's no good. Um, mm -hmm. And just having a resting kind of view of the ocean does so much for me in a general sense, you know? Um, mm -hmm. and you know, I spend every, every morning there now. I just, I just really, you know, I really kind of adopted it as a big part of my lifestyle, which I just missed, man. You know, we lived in studio city. We lived in West Hollywood. We lived, you know, different areas in the, in the city. It's just like in LA, it's so hard to get out here, you know? So yeah, you don't like find yourself out. frequenting yeah. it like that, you know, and, and then never mind just the view of it from your, from your window or just being able to be on your patio and just literally look at it. Just look at yeah. it. Just look you at know? it. It is, it is right. very calming. And as you know, my spirit animal is the jellyfish. So it it's, very, it's very strange being a jellyfish on dry land out here in Nashville. But uh, I'm, I'm doing my best still, you know, still keeping it wavy, still swimming around. You got to just, you got to bring the wave <laughs> with you, you know, that's all you can do. <laughs> that's all you can do, John. That's all you bring can the, do. Bring but the yeah, wave I with mean, you. I, I uh, how is... Uh, you just spent some time, and this is actually a good segue into what today is really about. You just spent spent some time with uh, some of our new team for Stevenson Ranch, and uh, and um, shot our first lookbook ever. Um, now that we're going to be doing clothing properly, <laughs> my so, my my, uh, my my house has slowly become the Stevenson Ranch headquarters, and I've just good. had um, just racks of clothing come in and out of here. Got to see all the new samples of the clothing line. Uh, plan, yeah, planned the, planned the shoots with Staggs, uh, you know, the new operator for Stevenson Ranch. Great guy. Yes. Great guy yeah. to have him on board. Really been welcoming him into the city and we've had some good times already. I already <laughs> and, told uh, him to not, not get too close to you because it can get out of hand. You know what I mean? got to stay focused. John's, <laughs> John's going to be active. John's going to no, be real active. No, it's work first. We, 
we've been work first. We've been, uh, we've been committed. And the, I gotta say, like we go, co- we co-produced these shoots, um, together for the, the lookbook of Stevenson Ranch. We did, uh, two full days, um, just kind of shooting with models and then doing an event at Tin Roof here in town. And man, it's, it's been taken up a notch. Shit's about to get real. Even though it was just so messy, it's really, really impressive um, to see, you know, kind of the amount of volume and and just the amount of the amount, really the amount of just attention to detail um, that it takes and just knowing that how bad it was in the, in, you know, the Foley era, which we're about to get into a little bit because I'm mm-hmm. sick and tired of patty caking around it. But, um, <laughs> you know, the attention to detail and just having a proper team. It's just, it's really impressive, um, especially just getting some outside perspective. Like we've been able to sustain it and grow it here. Just just off the strength of the Steves. It really is. I mean, it sounds like, mm-hmm. it sounds like a little like, oh, you know, my fans are the best or whatever. Like I know everyone feels that way, but I'm just saying like, knowing how messy it was, how unorganized, how bad it was really. And we're um, still standing. And still standing, but doing the volume we're doing, mm-hmm. you know, it's it was eye opening. Um, so, which is why I've taken it so seriously. It's kind of honestly, a lot of the lot this year is, was kind of my energy was poured into this rebuilding the businesses. We've talked about it a bunch. We can we can spare that type of combo right now, but just so much yep. has gone into it, and it just I'm so excited uh, to finally be rolling it out. And you know, I'm so happy we took the time to find some great people who are actually experienced and actually eager and thankful to be in this situation because no matter how fly or whatever your designs are or what, no matter what, and SR branding is, is lights out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The the SR just aesthetically and then not my first rodeo, just the way it looks and feels is dope, you know? Um, But it's, it's the culture, man. It's the culture. It's, it's a culture of, and it's a lot of people that are down to support and it's, it's a lot of people that, that get it, you know, and that show up even in the times when times are bad, they show up, you know, like just to be, to be where we're at on sales and income generated during a phase where we literally had a, a person running it into the ground, um, just with negligence and doing wild shit, you know, um, and not taking the opportunity seriously. So just really wanted to start there. Hats off to the Steves. And I'm super mm-hmm. excited to deliver for real. Not that, you know, I, I think it's a credit to me too. It's just a credit to you and I and the people in our in my in our little circle of like the amount of output over the last decade, just showing up on people's feeds with music, content, concerts, being, you know, being a staple in a lot of people's lives and and not really ever taking time off or disappearing and just well, and re- constantly real interaction showing up. too. Constantly yeah, real interaction, Co- constantly yeah. interacting, constantly trying to give back. You know, it gets easier when like, I mean, dude, we've, we've given away a hundred thousand dollars to our fans or close to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just yeah. a few yeah, years mm-hmm. and, and that's going to continue. That's, that's really cool. These are all great things, you know, but it, I think to my point, it's like all the legwork, all the days and nights where I was, away from my family and you were away, everyone was, and we were working and building this thing when the money wasn't necessarily like the ROI on our time wasn't the same, wasn't right. Or what it's something you got to build towards, you know, and mm-hmm. just to see it pay off and get to here is, is amazing. And 
it's kind of a good opportunity to segue like into what I really want to talk about today, which is it's time to address the Foley thing. You know, it's, it's time to address it. And I want to say why, first of all, and then we can get into a little bit, but it's, you know, I get that it's kind of, there's a part of me that feels cheesy even really addressing it head on because the guy's a loser and like, uh, he's he's kind of an afterthought for the most part, really generally in our world, like amongst us, you know what I mean? We're, we just picked up and kept moving, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it was actually the guy who had drifted, obviously not ironically, like he's the guy that's drifted kind of furthest away from us and how we act in our friend group, you know, but he was like the little brother that we loved, but he was an idiot, you know what I mean? Like the way he <laughs> spended or lived or you know, yeah. how he was, how he was operating and how he held himself was definitely a little more different from all of us. You know what I mean? Just yeah, general manner. Um, yeah. And, you know, but there was a brotherly love there when you know somebody for so long. I mean, I hired the dude when he was 15 years old. And I'm, yeah. when I say hired, I actually had to check myself because, you know, I have a small circle, but if I love you, I love you. You know what I mean? And I just... Mm-hmm. You know, I'm loyal to a fault. Um, I think that's partially why we got here and why some of this stuff happened and can definitely be a bit of a people pleaser if I love you, you know? And mm-hmm. um, that's been something I've had to learn, you know, about myself and, and address. But, you know, the kid, you know, was 15. I started coming around. I, I just, it was just a guy that, you know, would be around and slowly became a buddy and, you know, I, any kind of role I could give him, I threw him a bone. He was the merch mm-hmm. guy first. You know what I mean? How many times yeah. on the TV show was I trying to fire, people wanted me to fire him. Like he was super, <laughs> you know, this is all, this is all yeah. just kind of, you know, in the past. But what I'm trying to say is like, it was just a guy who was around who, who, you know, earned my loyalty by being around and offering a helping hand and actually had some skill sets that, in our little group of friends, no one else had really, you know what I mean? He was the, yeah, correct. he was yeah. the, fo- you know, the design guy. He could hop into Photoshop and make some designs, any type of idea I had, um, which any type of the, all of our branding is just our little sayings that me and Blue would come up with really, you know what I mean? Just in our lifestyle, like <laughs> yeah. that's what You Ready was, that's what Yep was, that's what fucking Stevenson Ranch was. Stevenson Ranch was literally my fucking house in LA, which Foley never- the- the, the irony house. of the irony of that branding is that it's so big here in the country and in, in, in Nashville, and it was really invented in California, and it was taken. I mean, not purposefully because it's separate, but it's also a town in California. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, you know, it just it's it's kind of what I'm trying to say is like it wasn't even someone I sought out and hired ever. Like I, you, no, my no, com- no. the company's called For the Homies. Um, mm-hmm. And the idea is literally to do it with your buddies and then do dope stuff with my other buddies who were athletes and artists. Like that was the mm-hmm. real idea. You know what I mean? Create, yeah. um, you know, create this space where we're, whatever ideas we have, we have a player in our little group of five, six guys that can take on whatever roles, you know, whatever ideas come to fruition, like only Steve's. All right, Kilmer, you man it, you're handling it. You're, you know what I mean? And then guys just mm-hmm. adapt and that's the same way I am. And that's really what- that's the what key this, word though is adapt. So that's the- Right. That's literally right. the catalyst of whether it succeeds or not is whether you can adapt and- The and adaptability. The and, and you know yeah. where it really stems from is passion. It stems from, you know, I'm pull, we're all pulling the rope the same way. Like we really care about this. This isn't like working for yeah. another company or an artist like who just hires you. Like 
it's kind of what I'm trying to get to here is like, it's literally built off of family, like a family feeling. That's really what it's about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I really, I really would give the shirt off my back to any of the dudes in the group. I think, I think everyone would not fully yes. clearly, clearly would take everyone. <laughs> he would take everyone's fucking shirt. And so buy some more shirts too. <laughs> and then buy some more shirts with the money he found in our fucking, in our jeans. Um, but you know, it was, it was really a bond. And like, we've, we've been on such a journey and such a build and like, we've really worked our ass off and like, it really worked. Like no one else in that fucking whole genre of people is successful. You know what I mean? Like when, when we yeah. came up, we've been doing it for fucking 12 years. I've never done a record deal. Like, We've yeah, never had a team. Really, I've never yeah. really had a fucking manager. Like we're mm -hmm. doing it all together. And Foley, like yep. why I'm saying this is like, I was trying to shoot, you know this, like mm -hmm. I was trying to shoo the guy in. Like, yeah, I was literally, yeah. mm -hmm. like, we can get to that, you know, like, but like yeah. on a general scale, like day to day, like our, our, our business started to get big and I was, he was underqualified and uninformed mm -hmm. really, but this was his chant. Like I, I, every guy, like I try to, whenever things come up organically, it's like, yo, I'm, I'm giving it to my guys to do this. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to go hire some new people. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like exactly. that goes against the whole ethos of really how I felt about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So this guy, I, I mean, I'm saying all this to say, like, I give this guy, I had this guy in layup lines. I was giving him layups. Like <laughs> anyone, anyone creative would kill to be in a spot where, hey, here's this culture and these fans who are gonna buy our shit because they fuck with us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's 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 a dream come true for a creator to be able to create and bring it to fruition, materialize. And have people care, like if it, monetize fact, it, dude. Yeah, the, the fact know? that you have a a giant group of people that care. I mean, that's that's what you should be most thankful for. And 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 I've been and and like think about back to touring's boring, John, or think about mm -hmm. the TV show, like. I, I literally am just trying to include everyone. I think everyone mm -hmm. sees that about me and about us. Is like, yeah, everyone had. I was everyone had a fucking role. Like I was giving mm -hmm. everyone a platform. Whatever you can do, whatever idea you want to bring, let's try mm -hmm. it. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Any yeah. opportunity, I'm funneling, and I was funneling this guy opportunity, and like, dude, I mean, you remember? Like you remember? I, we can t we can kind of talk about this candidly, like. The whole Nashville country thing was something I was formulating in my head for a while, right? Yeah, and this was what, mm -hmm. 2018? I started thinking yep. about it. And then I started, mm -hmm. I went and visited and I saw, and I felt like it was a market that could be taken over. I felt like there's yeah. a certain sauce there that that can be, you know, implemented and and there's a space for branding, you know, and, and there's 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 an opportunity there there with my music and a presence there. Then I went and lived there, I finished the album there. I brought Ernest on tour and he was mm -hmm. fucking Ernest K singing rap songs. And I start making this Nashville direction and play. And I'm and Foley's like literally never listened to a country song in his life. I took him to stagecoach in 2018. He was didn't know what <laughs> left up, right down, whatever. You know what I mean? But yeah. You know, when I came home from being at posts out in Utah, I remember when I we talked on the on the patio and I was just like, we gotta get the fuck out of here, out of LA. We start went on our journey, you know, and mm -hmm. and it's been such a magical run. But like I literally called Foley, I had that same conversation and said, I'm gonna move, you need to move to Nashville. And, you know, he was the first guy. He was the first guy to move there. Cause it was literally a plan that I, you know, I came to him with and just said, You be the guy boots on the ground. Dude, 
I know Ernest, I know Morgan, I know Kane, I know all the guys, I know all the people, like the important people, plug you mm -hmm. right in. He met Ernest on my tour bus when I took yep. Ernest on tour um, and really gave him the layup, like, and really the SR shit, like, was already starting to work there and really, you know what I mean? And there was this whole, mm -hmm. this whole purpose, this whole direction. And for the first time, you know, I felt like fully, you know, from being around for so long and we were doing some business and he was making it work. And, you know, I was, I was actually gaslit to be proud of him at one point. I was proud of him for, you know, being able to step up and take it on because, you know, it was, I was waiting for that. I always wanted to see it from him, you know, and he was getting older and I just felt like it was the perfect opportunity. And like, I mean, you live in Nashville, John. How big is SR there now? Like it's it's just yeah, it's it's, it's grown beyond your fan base. To be honest, like there'll be times 100%. where it could be in tin roof or at a bar, and like I'll drop a you ready or something, and they'll look at me like I have ten heads. Like I have like they have no idea what the fuck mm -hmm. I'm talking about. Like there are, yep. there are just people everywhere supporting the brand of that are just not even Steve's. There and that's and that was literally the plan. Like that was mm -hmm. literally the plan. Foley, you be the boots on ground guy. Like and and dude, I have have the fucking have the praise dude champion it around do whatever you know what i mean <laughs> whatever you kiss the babies go kiss everyone's ass which foley loves yeah. to do you know what i mean yep. literally show up do all the whatever you want to do you know what i mean like and and granted not one person in in nashville cannot take and cannot they can't not take foley seriously when they can't step out of their house and not see an sr and he was the mm -hmm. sr representation there so yeah. This whole per and I don't want to live in Nashville, so it's like this perfect opportunity. I'm, I'm, I'm like very happy about it, you know, and uh, you know, to 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 see how it unfolded and like where it went wrong, you know, was very upsetting. And and I think kind of what I'm getting to here, and we could kind of start here, is like attention and power and money, like is literally like what rules the world. I mean, from from national international policy to just how the world works it's all about yeah. it's an addiction like anything else yeah exactly everyone's yeah. vying for it and and um i gave that to foley and he couldn't handle it like we could you know what i mean like mm -hmm. you know most people when they see or hang out with us they're just like oh, you guys are like literally super regular you know what i mean um completely just the vibe it's just like the whole, you know none of this really genuinely ever got to my head it actually really didn't it hasn't now and it never will like but mm -hmm. it takes being it's why spirituality became so important to me it take really takes some inner work and awareness to make sure that you're not losing your footing as people start treating you differently you know what i mean so and especially like if if you're okay with yourself and you're not like insecure in any way whatsoever, then when this stuff happens, it's, it feels like a blessing, but it doesn't feel like something you need or crave. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what happened is fully started to believe the lie a little bit, just like, hey, the, you know, I'm going to get into some details here, but I, more or less the biggest takeaway is like, he literally thought he was me. You know what I mean? He thought he was, yeah. he was the artist, the celebrity. He really wanted to be everyone who's ever met Foley or been around him or followed him on social media knows how bad he wants to be kind of that, you know? And, and we know from behind the scenes, he's always just been an ass kisser to all my celebrity friends, like, you know, just anyone, the athlete, whatever, just like that was important to him and, and fine. You know what I mean? And, 
fashion and looking, you know, dressing with designer brands and all that shit. I'm not going to watch another guy's pockets and tell him how to, how to be spending his money or that mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Like everyone has their own tastes, you know what I mean? So yeah. as I saw that start to unfold and I start to, you know, I felt like our alignments were shifting a little bit or maybe we were out of alignment. I really checked myself a lot to not, not judge him, you know, um, and to, to remain tapped into how I feel about the world and, and things and, and to let, let people be themselves and, and, and don't over, you know, don't overstep your boundary or, you know, be nosy or be judgmental, you know, and, and, um, well, yeah, as long as they're doing their job correctly and honestly. Right. So what you just said is like how most people view this. Most people think Ben Foley, uh, you know, yeah, Stevenson Ranch, like there was tons of customer issues, like a lot of, there was really bad just customer service and experience and that was his job. And so people think he got fired for that. And mm -hmm. yeah, I'm kind of here to just clear the air um, and address really what happened. Um, there's, I'm gonna be fairly detailed um, and I'm just gonna be transparent. Like I've been advised against this because there's a police matter, there's a legal matter, there's there's a IRS matter in the works. And actually Theo Vaughn um, posted something fairly recently I sent to you and I, it just yeah, kind of inspired yeah, me. Um, mm -hmm. Where he, he got stolen from and Brendan Shaw, who's a buddy of mine, got stolen from the same guy. And it really, it's really what happens. It's like the shit we talk about, why you gotta be independent and like handle your own shit because you know, celebrities or people who are doing a lot of shit, they're very, very busy. And they're usually using the other, other side of their brain, you know, and being the logistics managerial type doesn't really yeah. go hand in hand with being the forward facing brand, you know what I mean? And yeah, which is and, why they hire people to be accountable for those things. Right. And unfortunately, you know, that, that isn't enough either. And in my case, it wasn't like I, you know, I've taken a lot of accountability personally. I've, I've taken it publicly too, but just there was a naivety. Like I was very naive and very blind trusting and didn't listen to my instincts as I knew something was really off with mm -hmm. our numbers and especially Foley and, you know, but the guy really gaslit the fuck out of me. And that's kind of, you know, again, why I want to talk about this a little bit, just because I, I do, I do think, you know, grand scheme, I do think addressing this is for the overall good. One for me, this will be the last time I speak about it publicly. There will be a bunch of stuff that happens privately um, in regards to, you know, matters being handled and pursued, um, you know, but I need closure on it. Um, I get tons of messages. I get, anytime people see me, they ask about how it's progressing or what happened and yeah. It's still kind of yeah. on my heart, you know, I, we talked, we started this by just saying, you know, there, there really was a family element. I really did love the guy, you know, um, and yeah, it, it was, it was actually a very rattling scenario for me, felt very violated and, and I, you know, I, I couldn't, I can't, I still can't understand it, but I've, I've done a lot of just digesting and I think this is kind of the final this is the final chapter for me before I shit it out. So I'm shitting it out right now. I'm fully digested. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, I can kind of move forward because I, 
I, I am incredibly lucky. I'm incredibly aware that there are so much worse things that happen to people in life. Mm -hmm. um, there are countless, countless, countless examples of people being taken advantage of by their peers, by their family, by their closest loved ones. This is not a sob story. This isn't me whining or complaining, and it isn't me asking for anything from anyone. It really isn't. It's, it's actually just a bit of the process that I feel like I need to share, but also from a deeper place. After really digesting it, I, I'm 100% I'm certain that this is the best thing for him. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is like, the level of emotionless that he was just reflect, like really revealed like a, a deep narcissism and a real, real lack of self-awareness. Like I'm, I'm not even one word of, of, of remorse or apology. I didn't want to do this. When I first found out, I wanted to address this privately with him and figure out a plan of how, how he can fix it, you know, and how we can move on. And yeah. it was saying there's no, none of there's that. no accountability. I don't know. Oh, there was the opposite, John. There was, yeah. I started, I started as the news broke, which is why initially I wanted to take it public right away, which I did vaguely, because I wanted to see, you know, I wanted to see the overall discussions that would happen after that. And dude, it was, it's incredible, man. He, he, had been, he had been actively pinning people against me that I introduced him to. Like I introduced him to people and he's actively, even before this all happened and before he got caught doing the shit he was doing, which we'll get into is like, he's telling people like I'm, I'm acting weird and I'm, I'm not paying him enough. And you know, like he's undervalued. And like, when I get to these numbers a little bit, like I just, the level of gaslighting that I endured, it was hard to swallow as I, getting the news was one thing. And then I just had to like, all the little conversations, like me and, how many times have you and I talked about money before this shit hit the fan? Zero. Yeah, never, never. Never. Like, mm -hmm. I don't talk about no. money with my family. I don't talk about money with Versace, with Blue, with anyone. And so I had so many private conversations with him so much. Like, I tried so many different approaches to try to get through to him, like a big brother, a mentor, challenging him, raising my voice, not raising my voice, you know, just trying to instill like some of the values that I wanted to see in him so that we could collaborate and continue to be a piece of what I'm doing, you know, and mm -hmm. it never happened. And, and, you know, then to just see the total, I mean, it's not even a lack of accountability. I mean, John, in 10 years of knowing the dude, have you ever heard him take accountability ever for any of this shit ever? No, anything? no, not one, literally not once. Like for little things too, like little things, big things. Not once. And to like, me, there were some major things. Like he would cost me big money. Like he would fuck up. He's not, he's, he's a stoner. You know what I mean? He's not like a logistics managerial yeah. type. You know what I mean? So, so I, I never, you know, like I wasn't part of a lot of the conversations when yeah. you know, shit would go wrong and, and, you know, you would go to him. What were the conversations like? Like, were there any like apologies or were there any like, never, like never. this was my fault or was it always, dude, like, it was always pointing it was fingers always, like this, this person's fault or that person's fault? Like, okay. Yeah. Like, when I say gaslight, I mean, dude, it, it is so, so deep. Like I wanna just, ref I wanna reflect on a few things here just so people get an understanding. Yeah. Um, he would 
tell me, there was a time where he was telling me in like 2021, like, I can't live like this. I can't live like this. He was getting, first off, he's living in a $4,000 two bedroom in Nashville. Like, uh, $5,000 you know, $5, a month. 5,000, okay, yeah. <laughs> like he, I'm paying him five five K a month, which is more, you know, it, it's more than fucking school teachers make and they work nine to fives, bro. Like every, yeah. they work five days a week, nine to fives teaching our youth and I'm paying you. And you're like, you know how we've been dropping at that point, especially super sporadically, nothing consistent. You know what I mean? It wasn't operating like a true clothing line at all. It was literally well, it, my It's merch. like year year one, uh, well for Stevenson Ranch anyways, like it was the beginning, 2021. Yeah. Like that's that's more or less when it started, right? The beginning, yeah, exactly. Yep, 2021. And, yeah. you know, in regards to just like how this even, how we even got here, dude, it was like, I, I really genuinely took, I took his word, you know, like I, I hired him or I didn't even hire him. Like the position evolved and like, I wanted him, it was the right idea because I know how much worrying about money and logistics and being focused and tuned into that aspect takes me out of my vibe, who I want to be as an artist, how I want to operate yeah. day to day. You know what I mean? It's just like, dude, these companies are earning real money. They need proper man management. Like I can't be managing them all and you know what I mean? So, you know, he's every single time there's issues and I'm getting like hundreds of messages from fans saying the same thing. Like I'm waiting five months for this shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where is my hat? <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, <laughs> yeah. and he's blaming it on, I'll leave his name out of it, but a, a buddy of ours who has, has a business in LA and he's still actively going to be a part of what we're doing going forward. Um, a great guy who does this. He's been doing it for a decade now. Like not just mm -hmm. our stuff, like a lot of people's stuff. And yeah. he's blaming all of our errors and mistakes on other people. Him, this is just how Foley was. It's how he is now. You know what I mean? It's how yeah. he is as a person. It's not, there's an evolution that needs, hopefully can happen for him at some point. And I'm trying to be an instrument in the hardest way possible. I think this whole process can be an instrument of like learning how to be a man and be accountable, you know? So he's blaming yeah. all the errors on this guy. So turns out like I finally get connected with that guy and we start talking as I, as I start learning about what's going on. And he's, you know, he's just like, dude, like I, I'm running, I'm doing it for 10 other people. We have no problems. We have no timeline issues. Like Foley literally avoided, like he ignored all of my requests. He was running it purposely like, he called it a money grab the way he was running the Steve running like my merch because he yeah. was, can you, can you, can you explain like how that ordering works where? Yeah. Like, yeah. so he was putting stuff up that hadn't even, none of it had gone into production. None of it. He hadn't even checked if like the shit was available. Like there's blanks you order from manufacturers. Right. And then there's design yeah. and then there's, you know, so he, let me just, there's, there's a lot to unpack. So I'll just take you down this, this whole little thing. And I think I can unpack a lot of why this is so crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. on the design side, this is what I was paying fully for. And also just like managing the website, making sure things are happening, like checking with the warehouse, you know, making sure things are getting fulfilled, checking on customer service, that type of stuff. But really mm -hmm. on the creative side, you know, and then on the logistics side, like making sure just making sure things are flowing, right? So there, there are a lot of moving parts, but this was his job and I was paying him for it. Correct. And yeah. 
he was outsourcing every aspect of his job. The guy who he was blaming. Yeah. So, so first off, the guy who he was blaming everything on was actually doing his job for him. He, Mm -hmm. I have this all on record. He's gone on record to the police with me, you know, just in the, in the legal aspects, like, yeah, like he did all the logistics and back end. Um, He was the one, you know, conversing with the hat embroidery shops, the embroidery shops and the screen printing. And he was the one um, handling the back end of the website, making sure inventory was, you know, right and things were uploaded properly. Um, This is part of what, you know, Foley's job was, wasn't doing, right? John, uh, you know, the other guy was doing it that he was really blaming everything on. On the creative Mm -hmm. side, this is really funny. Like he wasn't doing any of it. He was, he had two, three different people on payroll. So just to break this down for y'all, I'm paying him for creative and he's taking the money and then he's outsourcing other people to do the creative and the company is being charged. So I'm paying multi, I'm paying fully to do the job he's not doing. And then I'm paying these other guys. I'm paying these other guys from the company, like the guys he was putting on weekly retainers to bring his ideas to life and just do mm-hmm. the creative work. Like, so when I talk about being proud about him, like if you might zoom back to like some episodes and shit where I'm singing Foley's praise because I feel like there's a lot going on. We're growing and um, and it's converting and it's working. People are, are liking it. You know what I mean? And, and there's a aspect of how I was seeing him was like, yo, I was, I was thankful for his work, you know? Turns mm-hmm. out he wasn't doing any of that. Again, this yeah. is not this is not the biggest part of the problem, right? Mm-hmm. We had thousands, uh, literally thousands over a span of a few years, thousands of complaints. I mean, if the Steves weren't the Steves and they didn't have a respect for me, I mean, we could have been shut down many times by the business bureau, but just just for the sake of just constantly repeating the same thing. And when I talk about how it was running, he was running it like a it was a bit of a Ponzi scheme. It was like a a money grab because, and the way he was spending will help, you know, understand what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. We're putting all this, he's putting all this stuff up on sale. Meanwhile, there's like six to eight to 10 weeks of like process that needs to happen. And then he's telling them it's coming in two to three to four weeks. And every single time like jl has all the screenshots of like yo man we have to change this process like it doesn't work to put shit on sale and have people making purchases and then a lot of times we we can't even source the material like we can't even make it exactly how the mock looks or we can't even it's going to take 10 weeks you know what i mean so Mm -hmm it's gonna take 10 weeks before it lands and then we have a thousand orders and that takes fucking another four weeks to actually execute, you know what I mean? So it's just this never ending merry-go-round but the money kept coming in, you know what I mean? So, you know- People people were buying fictional pieces of clothing. It was it was literally yeah, just a design. Yeah. It was a design was, on a website but there was nothing right. tangible yet made. Right, right. And there mm-hmm. was, you know, it, understandably in the beginning, like I remember discussing, like we, we did it in the beginning to just see how, you know, and just had transparent wait times. Like, 
even then you realize like you can't forecast it. There's just, there's a supply chain and there's, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially when you're doing small quantities, not hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands. Like you're in a, you're in an assembly line and like, there's, there's a lot of moving parts to the relationships. Like this is another thing I thought Foley was doing, navigating the relationships when really he was just outsourcing it to our warehouse manager. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, um, you know, this is all kind of, this is all kind of the stuff that, yeah, you can get fired for. You know what I mean? But the crazy part and like the final tail end of this gaslighting conversation, which I can go on forever about how I feel about this, especially because it, it hurts. It hurt me a lot to realize like how much stress and inner turmoil he put on me and how spun around I was on what was actually happening. Mm -hmm. um, you know, <clears throat> the guy was telling me he can't live like this and where are our profits and ironically and how fucked up this was this is why it's so confusing is it, it was the reason he got caught doing what he was doing because i'm like man it turns out you know my checks and balances like just to give everyone a scope I wasn't just like saying, oh, fully manage it. Oh yeah, never check the money. No, I had, a, I had a fucking real entertainment accountant firm, you know, on payroll for me, managing my, mm -hmm. supposedly managing my business. Without, without ever mentioning to me, didn't have any know-how on like really what the actual numbers and how the flow of numbers and how it should make sense and never gave me any insights. Never even a, hey man, are you aware of Foley's spending fucking $25,000 this week on like, designer clothes and, and, and fucking five-star restaurants. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not even just to mention, like, yo, you wear, you know? And, and when you say he's spending, you're talking about an actual card that has, hit, had, has his name on it. Yes. That was a company card. So let me explain this. Okay. He was spending for the homies apparel. There's, a, there's, a, there's only card he ever got. Thank God he only had it for two years. Mm -hmm. But he was managing my cash and merch on tour for for how however long the last seven years, and I I can't even fathom the amount that was pocketed or whatever because the numbers never made sense. But mm -hmm. again, that's either here nor there. Like he had since 2021, he had a for the homies apparel card, which is my company, solely owned by me, and he's not a card owner. You know what I mean? He's not a a co-owner of that account on the banking side. He's just, he's just a third-party vendor, you know what I mean? Somebody that I've yeah. hired to manage the business and use the card for legitimate expenses, anything and nor did, related nor did to he the have, business. Nor, nor did he have equity in the actual LLC. No, right? no, no. He had yeah. no equity in For the Homies apparel whatsoever, and that's, that's the mm -hmm. card that was spent. Gotcha. So just to put it into perspective, I mean... In the last two years, he was spending the company card on the company card as if it was his personal checking account. Mm -hmm. So this was like literally like the money was coming in and he's just spending. He was, I mean, let me pull up some fucking numbers real quick. Just like an actual, and I have the fucking receipts. You know what I mean? I literally have the MX statements. You know what I mean? But yeah, and, and well, while you pull that up, I mean, just to tie this all together. So what was happening is 
he was doing these like made to order sales where he was selling an infinite amount of merch before there was any overhead or before it was even made tangibly. And then without even accounting for how much money that would go into to making that merch and then spending that money for him, spending that money on himself. Is that right? Yep. yep. And yeah. defrauding, defrauding my company because mm-hmm. you know what he was doing? He was saying, oh, this was for Mike or this is for the company or this. And it's fucking bullshit. For the Homies yeah. Apparel has no storefront, no additional mm-hmm. employees, no partners to meet with, no places to travel, no reason to go anywhere. There, there's obviously mm-hmm. a handful of things like, you know what I mean? There's a handful of things that the apparel company was associated with for sure. So just to put it into perspective, just last year, he spent $850,000 on his car. And now that's, that's crazy, right? That's crazy. So this but, isn't all the, this is not all the expenses total for the company. This is just strictly the expenses yeah, on his that's car. That's what I mean. That's what, so that's okay. what I'm going to get to. Like, okay. Most it's a, it's an apparel company. Most of our purchases are with, you know, warehouse fulfillment. They're with manufacturing, purchasing goods. Those are all mm-hmm. wire transfers from my account. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not swipes of the card. You know what I mean? No. So mm-hmm. the majority of the apparel company's expenses were like the bulk of the bulk of the expenses associated to the apparel company are from wire transfers and bank wire transfers from my account to those vendors. You know what I mean? So they weren't Amex related, you know? Um, and this is just one year? This is just one year. Yeah. I can't this even just one year. fathom spending. I mean, John, anything. John. So even out of the 850,000 that was spent, I'm saying more than half of that I'm writing off as approved. Even after knowing, you know, what actually has gone on and seeing the ridiculous shit that he's spending on and how unaffiliated it is to business, I'm not trying to go in and, and get a, aha, I got you, make things look worse than they are. I'm literally saying, no, you know, even taking into account like, yeah, anything, even shit like, yeah, he flew, he flew to me and we, you know, I was working on something and we weren't necessarily working on apparel, but he came and like there was events that I had like hosting clubs, he came and it's like more or less, you know, when we did those things, Foley's not, there's no fucking role for Foley. He's not, there's no role in those events. We're not, if we're not merchandising, it's not affiliated to apparel. Dude, even those, when he was coming to me and doing, there was shit going on and he joined, like I'm even right, I'm even including that. Like no business owner would do that. No, like, you have your fucking salary and then you have business related expenses and that's fucking it. You know what I mean? I'm talking, yeah. I'm being as lenient as you possibly could in the generalities of this. But I mean, out of 850,000 spent last year, it's close to, you know, it's close to uh, just under $400,000 and in between 350 dollars and $400,000 that are just like simply not doable. Like, five-star meals with nothing to do with affiliation over and over again, no affiliation to the business, first-class trips, vacations, all the hotels, the fucking, like, even, bro, even all the designer, there's, there's, there's so much money in designer clothes, like spread across all these different designers where we'd spend a thousand here, 3,000 there, and then there was the chrome hearts and the Louis Vuittons that were in the 20,000s, 
You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm even saying, let's say five, like generously saying he got me $5,000 worth of clothes there. You know what I mean? Or $5,000 worth of sneakers. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm being as possible as anywhere I could possibly say, yeah, could have been for me. You know what I mean? Let's be f- yeah. completely fair because when it becomes a police matter and a legal matter, like I'm trying, I don't want them. That's the whole thing. And that's why I feel comfortable having this conversation. Like, I want it to be more conservative than even I should be because, you know, when you're accusing somebody of something, the last thing you want to do is have the cop be able to question it and be like, oh, what about this, this, and this, you know? So it's it's mm-hmm. it's really, these numbers are just baseline, like it could be even more, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just a crazy figure. And this is 350 to 400 grand in one year. That's unaccounted yeah, for. Yeah, just last year. Between 350 <laughs> and 400K in the span of January 1st of 2022 to about the end, mid-February when we shut off the card, when we figured out what was going on. But just from October 1st, this just just humor me, because it was ramping up. Like it was, mm-hmm. his volume was ramping up crazy. From October 1st, so just from October 1st of, of uh, 2022 to February, mid-February, that's, you know, it's three and a half months or so. Over a hundred k in personal expenses, not not in any way able to approve. Twenty five thousand dollars in food and drink, seven thousand dollars in flights, ten thousand dollars in Ubers, twenty thousand dollars in hotel. You know, uh, another seven k in car rentals, eighteen thousand dollars in personal shopping and closing and, and, and clothes. You know what I mean? That's $17,000 across multiple miscellaneous designer stores, 5K at Louis Mm -hmm. Vuitton. Just, just, and that's, and there's just, there's a lot more, but just that figure. Like this is five months. This is five months. It was over a hundred grand. Less than, less than. It was October, November, December, January. Yeah. It was like four and a half months. It was like second week of February, we shut the card off. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just just to harp on this more that this this figure is pretty crazy. Let me let me pull it up real quick. You said you said 10k in Ubers in 4 months? Like what yep. I would always see his ass getting yep. like Uber, those like that, that includes Uber Eats. Like Uber that includes okay, Uber Eats. Cool, like cool, all cool. like bro, he was like all like every single one's singular on the Amex expense like the Jeff Rubies, all the steakhouses and sushi and just you know, hey, everyone gotcha. come over, you know, like he's whining and dining all these fucking people. It's crazy, bro, on my dime. Um, this shit, this shit I find hilarious. <laughs> and this is then the letter to like the initial letter to the police. Like for the period of <laughs> just, this is just February of 2021 when we started the card to January, February, March. Yeah, so it looks like we shut the card off Mar- the beginning of March 23. There are, in gotcha. 2021, there are just shy of 2,000 total transactions in 310 calendar days. 2,000 swipes of the card in 300 <laughs> days. And we literally hadn't even, that, like, but. dude, we were just starting. SR was just, just started, like, I was, we weren't even making, like, you know what I mean? Like there was, it wasn't I'm a doing prop- the math on this. 2,000 Oh, I can tell you. I can. On, yeah. on 300 calendar days? 310 calendar days. Nine, 19, so 1900, 1,960 total transactions. 
Yeah, that's like six transactions a day. Yeah, no, dude, it gets better. That he keeps that transaction rate all the way up till when we shut the card off. <laughs> so in 2022, six times a day. In 2022, dude, 365 calendar days. There's tw- just shy of 2,300 total transactions. And then in oh 2023, there was 350 total transactions in 70 days. So there's and and since he's gotten a card, wow. since he's gotten a card in February of 2021. There's been 4,600 total transactions in 745 days. That's averaging yeah, it's that's like averaging six, six transactions a day. Six a day. That's like, yeah, we're talking literally every expense. Like I use my card six times a day on like, you know, whatever. Yeah, gas, I, I was coffee, just gonna say I don't I don't do food, that. I, yeah. Like maybe, maybe on an active day. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, Tops, obviously you know I, mean? I have a lot of money going around. Like, this is what I'm trying to say. What people need to understand is like. I'm like right now to, to do this the right way. Like I, I'm spending, think about how many moving parts we have, John, just like content and like you're, you're, you know, only Steve's you're becoming a part of, you just see a portion yeah. of that. You don't see the clothing back end. You don't see no, the, none of my it, other no. employees on the financial side, you know, mm-hmm. every, like I have so much money going out all the time just to run the business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can't, that's why like, you can't take, you can't fucking spend the money, the income generated, and then not take into account the enormous fucking amount of, of expenses that come with running a business that's generating money. Like you- Especially that, apparel, especially what, apparel. Yeah, that's what this guy, that's what, like apparel is already a small margin market. Like really 2020, mm-hmm. especially when you're running it like a piece of shit rinky-dink operation that he's doing. You know what I mean? And then like, dude, like if your shit's working, that it creates a daunting task. Like most businesses drown once they get popular because they don't have the Mm -hmm. infrastructure to take on the demand. And then you lose the customer base because, and that's what we're articulating. Like without the Stevenson Ranch culture, the Steve's culture that I've curated and generated and really built on a strong foundation of consistently showing up for people, most people would have been lost. There's been many that have been lost, but most people would have been lost. And that's, that's how businesses go down the fucking drain. This would have done the same thing. You know what I mean? But like, Dude, what I'm trying to say about these expenses and the swipes, like we're not running most of the expenses, all the money. Like I have so much money going out to pay the employees and the people, the fulfillment. You're paying the people, you're paying for the garments. Like this Stevenson Ranch drop that's dropping right now. Before we even go on sale, I'm in, I'm I'm in 200 k on expenses. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to mm-hmm. buy all the goods. You have to buy all the services, the embroidery, the screen print, the tags that, and then you have, I have a, you pay the operator, you pay the design team. Then you have, you're paying your financial managers to manage that. And then you take into account all the fucking, like, dude, there's so many little nooks and crannies of like where expenses mm-hmm. pop up. And he knew that, that this is what we're talking about. Like he knew this, like for everyone listening, dude, all the fucking, all those expenses, the major expenses that are happening for this company, like for the apparel especially, they're bank transfers from my account. There's nothing to do with the Amex. So it's just like- Not his card, yeah. All, spending all, like, dude, he spent $850,000 on the fucking thing, 
on, on, on just his Amex. And then, there, dude, there was yeah. already, like, that's why there's no profits because there was another 700. And then you have taxes at the end of the year <laughs> on a fucking company that's generating millions of dollars. So you're in the highest tax mm -hmm. bracket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you're paying the people to do the taxes and you're paying. It's just like, it's so fucking irrational and ridiculous because he's not stupid. He, he knows this. And then he's looking me mm -hmm. in the eye and saying like, dude, we're going to have tons of profits. Where are the profits? Like, you know, you're spending. And then even when I show him that I know what he spent, he has no reaction. None. He's just like, uh, yeah, yeah, like like he literally doesn't even identify that there's an issue there when like, dude, you know that most of our expenses are on the fucking from the from the bank. It's a wire transfer, bro. It's so much fucking money going out on that side that like you can't even like, dude, like I said, I, I never take money out of the shit. I don't take you know, as you're building something, you can't take money out. If you're gonna, yeah. if there's money there after taxes and after everything, first off, you're blessed. And then, dude, like you hire, you spend money on marketing, you, you, you hire um, more teams so that you're, and think about how we're riddled with issues, riddled with problems and complaints. Like mm -hmm. you have to fuck, like more than ever, if any company needed it, we need the capital so that we can hire team members so that we can fucking get ahead and actually change the dialogue happening where like, oh, these guys suck at business. Like don't order from them. It takes forever. It's a shit show. You know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. so blasphemous to be doing this. And, and like, dude, I'm telling you, it is so sickening. Like, like think about, dude, I had to scroll through all these and then go through with an auditing team. Basically the audit, like we're finding, we're figuring out, associating every card to every expense and then cross-checking with where I was and what, what was happening within our business. Dude, most of these days, nothing's happening on our business. Nothing. Yeah. There's so many idle days, bro. Like, you know how limited I've gone touring and how, how limited we were on drops, especially in the beginning. And even, even bro, up till now, like we've never had an organized schedule. It's always been a shit show and it's always been, we're leaving money mm -hmm. on the table because we're not, we're not creating enough product. Like it takes weight. You can't put out more product when the people are still waiting four months for their fucking hat that they ordered. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. just to yep. put in a perspective, like dude, just swiping and swiping and swiping away on personal shit. And dude, it's not even like, I would, if, if he was like, dude, I invested in my brother's company. I did. It would still be a, a crime. It would still be fucking awful. And I, and I still would, would just, you know, would hate him for it in the sense, like it's so fucked up to do. But like, dude, so infuriating to see, like he just spent it on a bunch of shit that doesn't matter, man. Like he literally just, yeah. it's just like all for show, like all these five-star restaurants so he could post his picture. All the incriminating evidence has been posted. It's been gathered. Like it, it's, he posted it all. You know what I mean? Like. All yeah, the all bullshit, mm -hmm. all the bullshit, all the trips. All, there's, there's nothing substantial to show for it. Like, think about that amount of money and what you can do with it. Like, we're talking six hundred thousand dollars conservatively in the last two years. Again, conservatively, saying, yeah. yeah, yeah, me trying to write off everything I possibly could and say, yeah, that's approved. I guess you know what I mean. Just, just to be as lenient mm -hmm. and safe. Six hundred thousand dollars, dude. My entire mission was been to retire my parents. I can't tell you mm -hmm. how many times I had this conversation with him, how I was so frustrated, like, 
where were the profits on this? Like I was really, really like as money was coming in and I was seeing the sales, like why doesn't it make sense? Like, and, and like I could have retired my parents years earlier. You know what I mean? Like they'll never get those mm -hmm. years back. And, and like, dude, uh, how so heartless do you have to be to be like hearing me say that, look me in the eye and then just go, okay, yeah, let's go swipe. Let's go get fucking oysters and sushi and then fucking stay at the one hotel tonight. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. like, it's my heart. Like, bro, you're not shit to Stevenson Ranch. Like, I want to be clear. Like, you were running the shit into the ground improperly. You weren't doing what you were being paid for. All of it was lackluster. None of it was exceptional. Only thing he was good at was being a fucking professional ass kisser. And the only reason he's in those rooms to kiss their ass is because I put him there. And mm -hmm. everyone's looking at him like, oh, that's Mike's guy. So let's take him serious. You, since we've known him, I thought he had, his family had money. So, yeah. you know, yeah. like we're, we're seeing him, he, he's living like back to the kind of like, he kind of started to believe the lie. Like he thought he was the celebrity of the group. Like, and again, yeah. I, was, I was hoping everyone, that my whole goal was to make everyone feel fulfilled and achieve their dreams. You know what I mean? But like, he's, he's always been the one that just didn't understand the value of a, of a dollar. Like he didn't come from the type of place we came from really. Like, or at least that's how it seemed. And he was always you know, wearing designer clothes and spending money, you know, like we, we all saw, it. we always joked about it. You know what I mean? But yeah. deep down, yeah. I know, I know what I'm paying him monthly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know right. it's not my money. That's how I would, you know, like there was, there was many times where I said on conversation, I was like, dude, you're telling me $5,000 isn't enough salary. There's no profits. Like we can't under, I can, I'm still trying to understand where our profits are. You know what I mean? So he's telling yeah. me he can't live on a $5,000 thing, which the guy literally worked five days, a, like five days a fucking month, 10 days a month. You know what I mean? Like it was <laughs> yeah. so passive. I was the easiest guy to work for, you know, like I, even then way more than now, I'm way more dialed in now. Like back then I was kind of in a daze, you know what I mean? And I was literally, I just wanted everyone to fucking be happy. And, and I was happy things were going the way they were going, you know, and I wasn't really mm -hmm. questioning anybody to a fault. I completely agree with you too. I mean, I, there was a point where I was on the same page as you where like, I would see these things, but I wouldn't, you know, again, I wouldn't want to judge or say like, listen, like if he's getting money from family or whatever, like not going to judge how he spends it, that's on him. Uh, but at the same time, like there, there got to a point, there was a breaking point where yeah, I would go to his place in Nashville to like pick something up. And you know, he's in a, he's renting a house that's like four bedrooms, like completely beyond his means that he doesn't need whatsoever. And, Wondering and how what, what was in the, what was in the other bedrooms? It was like literally stacked <laughs> it, to the ceiling with clothes. Yeah. Like if you no, look in, no use of it. If you, if you look in certain bedrooms besides his bedroom, the other three, there's one that just had like boxes of shit and merch and, you know, stuff from tour or whatever. There was one that ironically had a Peloton, which I won't even get into why that's hilarious. And then. And then you go down to the kitchen, there's like an industrial size soft serve ice cream machine. And there's like, like glasses that cost a thousand dollars and none, none of it really added up when you're looking at that. You're like, did his, it look to me, it looked like one of those like dumbass people that won the lottery and just blow it all in like a week. That's mm -hmm. like the, the vibe that I got when I walked in there. And yeah. that was kind of the breaking point where I was like, I, I literally don't think any of this adds up. I don't understand it at all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and dude, I mean, I'm in his house. We're talking like I, I'm I'm really trying to like build with the kid up up until the point where I found this shit out. Like I wasn't I literally bit my tongue. Like I wasn't I wasn't trying to judge him. You know, I 
I thought, you know, his family was just bankrolling him and, th and they kind of had been the whole time. And, you know, it's just so crazy to be spending but the person's if, if money that- at, th Yeah, think ahead. about, I mean, th 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 the reason why it didn't add up though at that point, when you say like family's bankrolling, like, you know how much he was making from you. And then you look at all the shit that he has in his expenses and all the shit he's buying and the clothes and all that. Like his family would ha would have had to have been bankrolling him like ten grand a month plus, which makes oh, absolutely no, no sense. That was just you know I mean? that was my job. That was my job. I was. <laughs> All right, let, yeah. let's just put it like this. Everything it turns out, everything, just about everything. I'd be safe to say ninety percent of anything Ben Foley did in the last two years was on my dime. Yeah. Every fucking every fucking Starbucks coffee. Every meal with his girl, every every trip, every time he was trying to be a cool guy at the bar, buying people drinks, every single thing he did, I'm talking every piece of clothes, every single endeavor, like tattoos, weed, it was all charged to my card. It was all charged to my card. And and I, you know, along with some help from the new team that I hired. Thanks to him, thanks to him telling me, hey, where are the profits, man? I need more money, you know? It actually really expedited me going on a, a real search to find real people that could fix what was happening because our numbers weren't yeah. adding up, John. You know what I mean? Like, Can I'm you not... explain the numbers too a little more in depth? Like when you yeah. say the numbers weren't added up, like the year, right. like the, yes. the year this happened when he spent all that money, what were the actual numbers? Well, it's happened the last two years because that's when he got a card in 2021. Right. Um, and... Just let's just take last year. We'll focus mm -hmm. on last last year for the next few things. We made one point seven million dollars last year. Um, in and, revenue, and on, the the for the for the homies apparel company, yeah, in <laughs> revenue. Mm -hmm. Traditional. I have people on record, people who have been in this in this game at all different all different volumes and levels. The traditional um, kind of typical. Uh, Profit like margin, profit, profit margin percentage, yeah. percentage um, is anywhere from 20 to 40%. Mm -hmm. Last year on $1.7 million, our profits were 3%, less than actually. We had <laughs> less than $150,000 left. Yeah. And that's before taxes. So, mm -hmm. and, you know, like just to give you all a little perspective, like Stevenson Ranch was a part of that. Uh, a big part of that, you know, like mm -hmm. I think a little more than half of that was Stevenson Ranch. But I also went on tour, John. Biggest mm -hmm. tour of my life. There were nights we did sixty, seventy thousand dollars at the merch table. All that's yeah, gone. Yeah, a lot. All of it's yeah. gone. All of it. All of it's in fucking Foley's tummy, like, or fucking <laughs> was some vacation for him and his brand new girlfriend that loves being wine yeah. and dine. And you know, I'm, I'm like, dude. The guy didn't, he, you know, the guy for, for reasons I won't get into, like the guy couldn't come to on the second run of tour, which was a blessing for us. Cause we actually had fun, <laughs> but Foley <laughs> couldn't, didn't come while well, he was just meeting his girl and whining and dining her. And like, dude, I go in and I'm looking at the expenses. It's like all the shit, like all the shit he's buying and taking her places. We're on tour. He says he's ill from an accident that happened on tour. He says he can't the move. The same accident He's, that we were all in, that I was in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's let's just shine a little light on that. We were, yeah. 
we were we were really in a crazy accident. Like we were parked tour bus, a, a deranged woman like literally stole an SUV or a, stole an eighteen wheeler, not an eighteen SUV, wheeler, yeah. an eighteen wheeler, eighteen fucking yeah. full eighteen wheeler, and tried to ram our bus because she thought we were stealing her identity with technology. She was yeah. deranged, you know, and mm -hmm. and is being charged for like seven counts of attempted murder and, and eleven counts York, in the yeah. eleven counts of. In yeah. New York at right now, and she's not mm -hmm. just you know was a sick person, but <sighs> coincidentally or not, Foley's the one guy that claimed real injuries, and I think that's the money he's probably living off now. While everyone else was on the bus and everyone else was fine, Foley Foley was so damaged that he couldn't continue on a tour. You know, a few months later, but he could draw rent. He could rent luxury vehicles and take road trips and fly first class with his girl and go all over the place and go visit his family and spend, go to five star fucking hotels every night on my card. He could do that. So mm -hmm. we're on tour and I'm earning 70, you know, there's some nights I'm earning 35 at the, at the merch table. There's some nights I got 50 or 60. They're incredible merch numbers, right? Mm -hmm. It's all being drained. Hail Mary across the country. Foley's not even with us and he's spending and spending and spending. And the fucking, the money's gone. Yeah. The money's gone. Now, let's just talk about this. I'm just going to, I'm not even going to go into crazy detail about this because we have it. We have the detail of like where we were, what was going on. There was no business associations with his spending. Like he was here with his mm -hmm. girl. There's, there's literally, because he's such a fucking try hard and a show off that he's posting, you know, all the things he's done and trying to look cool. Meanwhile, spending my money and... That's the crazy um, yeah. part about it is he was actually posting the evidence on Instagram. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How fucking dumb can you be? <laughs> really dumb. Really dumb. Really, really spun around. Like, uh, like you get what I'm saying by believing the lie? Like, he thought yeah. this was his to spend. Like, oh, I'm managing the clothing stuff. Oh, you know, shit, mm -hmm. man, I'm, I'm the one. Meanwhile, he's not even fucking doing the majority of the tasks that he's being paid to do. Um. Mm -hmm. In 2022, alone, this is just, they did this for 2021 too, but I just want to list off a few of these things. Mm -hmm. $20,000 spent at Chrome Hearts. That's one designer store. $20,000 in luxury car rentals. This isn't a company, this isn't a company we need to travel for, nor would any of those, you know, and, and, and a few of the ones that I knew I was with him, I said, okay. I didn't, I didn't mm -hmm. count those as like unapproved. Yeah. The guy has a car and lives in Nashville and there's no, there's actually no business outside of a few, outside of a few things, you know, a few events for sure that like, yeah, you know, that's totally fine. Like outside of a few things, there's no reason for him to, there's no justifiable reason to be spending $20,000 on rental cars. John, we, we live as nomads. We rent, I rent a fucking Jeep or a fucking expedition every month. He's, I'm living with no car because we're traveling nomadically and like not, you mm -hmm. know, you know, our Jeep was in Nashville. Like he's spending more money on cars than we are. And I, and I don't have one. I'm solely depending on you a rental it, car. Yeah. Like everything yeah. we do, we need our rental car every day. We yeah. spent less money on rental cars than he did. He was renting Maserati trucks and, you know, Mercedes S-Class brand new and all this crazy shit on a very expensive, on Turo. You know, and like, yeah. that's all on a paper trail. Uh, same, same year now. So that was, that was 20K, both. 
22K at Louis Vuitton. John, do I wear Louis Vuitton have, outside you, of like you, one shirt that I think I wore? Because Foley I, got it for me. I know, you, like, I know you don't because you call it Louis Vuitton, so you definitely don't wear it. Yeah, exactly. Louis Vuitton. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I wear the same fucking shit every day. I'm eating Chipotle. I'm working eight hours a day. This guy's living like a fucking millionaire. And he's telling me while he's spending the money and he's living like a fucking millionaire, he's looking me in the eye and telling me where he needs more money. He's being undervalued. Yeah, after spending $22,000 at Louis Vuitton. $15,000 on health and wellness spas. Personal stuff, just for him. Like He's the what? least healthy person that I've ever met. Exactly. So trying to make for, <laughs> for his lack of accountability to his own body, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, oh, 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 so my apparel company should be paying for your fucking massages and IVs and all the shit you're doing? Like, crazy, yeah. bro. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, the hotel shit, bananas, bananas, bro. Like 15K yeah. on hotel tonight, uh, 5K on, on hotels.com. Um, the one hotel, <laughs> hold on, this is good. Let me find this <laughs> real quick. The one hotel in LA, which is like. Yeah, it's a nice hotel. It's a nice hotel. Yeah. And, you know, I would never approve for you to be spending, like, I'm not paying for you and your fucking girls trips to LA. Dude, they're flying first class. John, have you ever seen me fly first class in, in 12 no, you're, years? You're in the back with the rest of us. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally in the back in the trenches. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying, dude, that's, and I'm not saying the guy's got to be just like me. Like, thankfully, I'm very thankful I don't care about that type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I've done a lot of work to not care. He hasn't. He's he's totally opposite. He's driven by the success and, you know, he's driven by the fancy, finer things. The one hotel in L.A., our company is based in fuck. He's in Nashville. There is no reason to fly. Like, we we literally cross-checked the dates. Like, mm -hmm. he spent 12K at just that hotel last year. Oh, my God. Um, 3K at Nashville Soho House meals and... And I mean, dude, it, it just goes on and on. 1500 at fucking Tin Roof. Like, no, dude, I'm not paying for your, your party. Like, why would I be? I'm not even there. I'm not even there. I was in fucking Nashville for like two weeks this year. Yeah. Like really personal stuff too. Like all of his personal shopping, his power at his house, like 200 Uber, Uber Eats Postmates charges. 500 charges for coffee and bagel. Uh, no, no, 50 charges for coffee and bagel. 100 other food bar convenience purchases. So that right there, it's like, that's your everyday, like you're, the dude's living off my yeah, fucking card. Every expense. You know what I'm saying? And I'm paying him mm -hmm. a salary. And John, yeah. I've never taken a dollar out. I've never taken a dollar out of this shit. Like- I'm yeah. not spending shit. Like Blue had a card at one point, you know, we were spending, like there's some expenses on my side. It wasn't me, but like, yeah, that's fine. Like what I'm trying to say is like, I'm not trying to be nitpicky and like, uh, you know what I mean? Like it's the opposite yeah. vibe I'm on. I'm, mm -hmm. I wrote off a half a million. I said, okay, just last year, 850,000 sold. I wrote off half a million as approved. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to fucking nitpick the dude and try to make it look worse than it is. Like, it's crazy, bro. He was living like a full-on celebrity, living better than me. Like, yeah, dude, I have nice houses because all my content is shot there. All my music is made there. All my time is spent there. 
I'm also looking out for the two employees and best and best buddies that I have living here and working. Like we're trying mm -hmm. to be on a good vibe. I'm not, I need to be in a good vibe to create. And I've worked my ass off for a decade. Ben Foley was not fucking working. Yes, I've known the dude for a decade, but this is where I had to like check my memories. Like how much merch stuff did, I never made any money over the years on any of the endeavors I did with Foley. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, he was my merch guy when we went on tour and mm -hmm. yeah, we did a few things online and made a little bit of money. Like this was really the first time I really gave him a role and it was real money happening. You know what I mean? And look what the dude did. Yeah. Like he wasn't there shoot. He wasn't shooting with me in the gym. Like he wasn't, <laughs> I was literally working my ass off. He was eating fucking yeah. sugar fish and playing grab ass with his fucking, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And, and like yeah. not ever showing up to work and being accountable and being a fucking workhorse like you were or like Versace is, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and it's just not, it's so crazy, bro. Like the, the volume, like, dude, we started this off like in a place of gratitude for our fans and like tipping our hat, just like how impressive this yeah. really is. It's like, dude, my money guy, like mm -hmm. the guys that I brought on to find this just to fix my stuff, they're not entertainment guys. They're mm -hmm. real they're real estate guys. Like they're doing big volume, big capital. But this is this is really kind of not a favor, but like you know, somebody who I know is very powerful and, and doing a lot of real stuff in the world and real business, like basically it was like, yo, use my guys and like they're gonna fix this and figure this shit out. They're the ones that found it all. And they're now like so team Mike and Stevens, they're just like, dude. The fact that this dude was doing this and like spending like this and you're an independent musician with like literally only two other employees for your whole enterprise. Like I had accountants the whole time. I had people handling this shit and, and to a fault of mine, it's not an excuse, but I did have the proper checks and balances. I never checked my checked and balances. I never had somebody check their work or, you know what I mean? And that was naive and that this was a learning a learning moment for me you know what i mean but the level of gaslighting and just how taken for a ride i felt like i can't quantify it because dude i i advanced this guy so much cash like the fucking checkbook the pnl on like how much money and time and like i spent starting the businesses bankrolling like you know just you know bankrolling all the startup costs and never mm -hmm. taken any money. Meanwhile, he's been paid over close to $200,000 in salary. And the people that were managing my money, dude, like that's its own beast. And I have my own quarrel, quarrel with them, you know, that will be unfolding. And that's separate of the Foley thing in the sense of, yes, it's kind of, it's kind of connected because there, my account of the people I had look after, looking after how our businesses were running were so lackluster and negligent. And that, again, that's its own complaint and its own thing. But it was really what created this space for Foley to be this way. Like, dude, the accounting and like the delays Foley would, they'd be really slow because they were underqualified. And then Foley would just play his ghost game where like it would take so long to get the accounting detailed. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's something actually worth stating about this is just like the expenses. And by the time that like I was getting P&Ls or even just not even proper P&Ls because they sucked at their job, like my, mm -hmm. my the business firm, but like 
By the time it was arriving to me, it was so far gone. It was four or five, six months later. We've already done more business, more things. Like it was never in real time. And it just created this safe space. They never questioned fully, no matter, like when I say expensify, like basically you have to go in and say, if you have a card, you know, and you have these expenses, you have to label and identify the expenses. You know what I mean? So things are mm -hmm. classified properly. And, you know, that was where, that was where Foley found this very safe place to say and, you know, do what he wanted and then, and then kind of play a long delay game. And then when he was saying, oh, this was for this, or this was for Mike, or this was for the company, or this was a oh, business dinner, or this was that, it was all yeah. so, it was never questioned by them, never once. I'm talking- Because it was such they, a long time ago. Right, yeah. and, and dude, you know how I am. Like, I'm not thinking about, this just wasn't even how I, it's not how I wanna be in general, but you know, mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not like, okay, we went to those dinners. I spent this much last week, dude. I don't <laughs> fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, not yeah. how I'm operating at all. So it just really created, it was this perfect storm of like, you know, this is actually a decent time, just a decent time to mention this. Like, I, I just flat out don't want to shop and I don't care to shop. I never, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm this big dude anyway. It's hard for me to shop. I'm not going through that whole phase of like, you know what I mean? So Foley mm -hmm. really liked to and, and clearly really like to, to shop. So there was a phase, there was a phase where I was like, when I had tour coming up, like, yo, just, you can, you can shop for me and just get me some stuff and, you know, I'll pick which ones. And then we would just return, we just return, you know, what I don't like. And honestly, you know, that was a huge mistake because that, that also, when we talk about creating a safe space, like this is really where Foley, operated and why I was gaslit and why like for people listening and trying to digest this like it it's more confusing I'm trying to just encapsulate the confusion it, it, there was a lot of confusion created I'm trying to explain how you know what I mean but Foley would you know there would always be a, a nugget of truth on top of all the bullshit you know what I mean so when I talk about mm -hmm. the accountants and like it's not all blame on them because you know he would, he very clearly, very quickly, and, and we went back and checked the records and the receipts and things like, he would buy me some things. And this was only a short stretch of time, you know, in 2021, but he would buy me some shit and some of it, some of it I would take and, you know, and then there was a good amount that just like, yo, let's just return these. And none of them were returned. They just went into his closet. You know what I mean? He, he had the same size shoe. Right. And so he would like play this game where like, Dude, and I'm talking like just some t-shirts here and there, maybe some sneakers, really just stuff like that. But he would go, he'd go to, that's that's where a lot of these designer, and that's where he felt, it's why he felt safe. Because one, he wasn't being questioned about any of the expenses. And two, he had a, he knew that like, oh, I got, I got Mike some stuff there too. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. when you think about when you go to his house and it's chock full of designer clothes, and then you see all these expense sheets, um, and with all the designer expenses, you know, this is, this is where like, you know, you could see how it could get dicey. And like, he probably really saw that it was a very kind of, it was a convenient place to, to do this. Like he went and just shopped on my card and was like, oh, I got Mike a hat and a pair of fucking, you know, a pair of sunglasses. Meanwhile, there's an $8,000, there's an $8,000 charge at Chrome Hearts for that day. You know what I mean? And like, 
Yeah. You know me, bro. How many times have I, there's probably a few times I had a Chrome Hearts on or a few times I had anything else on other than my merch. You know what I mean? So it was just this, mm -hmm. you know, I think I articulated that fairly well, but I'm just trying to explain why, why this kind of, this whole song and dance that Fo that Foley was really playing. He was like tap dancing. There was like, uh, there was nuggets of truth within it, you know? So it made it hard for the accountants to know, you know what I mean? Like, at the same time, all they have to do is say, hey, do you know Foley spent 40 grand this this month on at designer clothes and, you know, five, like you need to, you need to look into this. You know, I just never got that from them. But that's, that's really where a lot of this, you know, this whole, op this whole opportunity for him to kind of play this game happened, you know. Dude, I can't tell you how many times I tried to pour myself into him in regards to just like, trying to get him to start seeing life and the opportunity we're given and like to be grateful for it. You know what I mean? And, and he's just, he's just stone mm -hmm. cold. He had none of it, but like the amount of energy I let this guy take from me just to know the reality behind it all. Like it hurt. You know what I mean? It just, yeah, it hurt. It hurt for a while. And then I, I got out of it through the same spiritual outlook that ironically, the mm -hmm. spiritual outlook kind of got me into it because I was very trusting and very giving and but mm -hmm. it also that the beautiful part about love is that it, it can get you out of it the same way you know because it's like the universe sees sees that sees this for what it is like i was coming from a pure mm -hmm. place my karma is clean and let's see how it plays out let's see who wins going forward you know what i mean let's mm -hmm. see who the universe a rewards Amen. going forward and that's that Absolutely. was where i was able to kind of get up and move past it and just start start feeling creative again you know and, and inspired again from your perspective or anyone's perspective like all I did was give the guy opportunity. All I did <laughs> was give him a chance every time. Yeah. I, I never, I didn't need to. Like I, I, I just, and I, and I was yeah. putting him in I, such good position. And he, I mean, like, I can, yeah, I can speak on this firsthand though. Cause it's like, when you talk about working with your friends, I mean, it's, yeah, it's great to wake up every day and say like, I work with my friends. This is amazing. But at the same time, you're taking a risk on those friends because at the end of the day, they are learning their job as they go. They're not the most qualified people like from the start out the gate. And when you said like these people need to adapt, we need to adapt. That's that's the key word because like there are going to be fuck ups. There are going to be mistakes. But what makes you a real man is taking accountability for the mistakes and learning as you go and growing from it. And when yeah. you do fuck up, say, say, I'm sorry, I fucked up. Like, how can I do better? You know? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and from dude, what, but like, even, even I'm just saying like, yeah, yeah, right? But mm -hmm. I'm, I'm creating like this opportunity for us. I mean, you've been a benefactor of it. You've been a big part oh, of me being oh, that's here, what right? I, sorry, sorry, that's, that's what I wanted to say too. And, and the part of gratitude that needs to come along with that from our perspective and the people that work with you is that not only are you sticking with us, but you're, you're throwing every opportunity our way because, you know, we've all been Why friends the fuck since not? the beginning. You know, exactly. that's the whole fucking plan. Exactly. Like you get something from it because you get to put your friends on and we get something from it because like we're, we're getting these opportunities that we never would have gotten. And yeah. And frankly, I want to know, I want to know the people that I'm doing it with. I want to, I want to, I want to feel connected <clears throat> to the people that are helping me and doing it with. And yeah. I get a, I got a big sense of achievement from the idea that like all Absolutely. my people who are working for me and with me. It paid off for them. They're, they're, I don't want to make all the money and fucking have everyone struggling or anything like that. I don't, you know, like mm -hmm. all I've ever been is generous and like, I'm super giving, man. Like think about all the years we lived together. Like 
Anytime yeah. we went out to eat and did anything with everybody, fully included, everybody, like every time yeah. we went to the bar, every time mm -hmm. we had the house parties, I'm paying yeah. for everything. And I don't give a fuck. I don't want to thank you. It's not about yeah. that at all for me. It's literally yeah. just like, yeah. dude, I'm aware that I have more money than the guy, you know, like I, I'm mm -hmm. aware, I'm very thankful for the opportunity I'm getting in my life and for the abundance coming in. And meanwhile, I'm becoming spiritual. I'm learning about, you know, the flow of like, you can't hold on to money, give, 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 give. You know what I mean? So I'm mm -hmm. giving and I'm not questioning. And, you know, this was a real wake up call, but it was just like very cold and very disheartening to never get any, just like, man, I, I know, you know, even we're never going to work together or whatever, like, let me figure out a way, like make the money back or, or over a span of time or even dude, I, I've already like just dealing with the police and the legal system. Like it's a fucking joke. Like I hope the fucking cops see this too. Like it, it's, it's slow, man. Like they, they don't, no one gives a fuck, you know? And, and yeah, it, you know, I'm I'm pretty much already at a place where like, I don't care. The money does not matter. This isn't about money. It never has been. I literally like in the deep, deep, like truth of my heart, I promise you, dude, like I got a lot of things in life. You're aware of some of it. Like there's mm -hmm. abundance flowing into my life. I think more than ever coming. And I literally was going to give this whole thing to him. Mm -hmm. That's the irony in this. Like, yeah. And yeah. he's going around, and this is why we're here today, because I hear, I know, like, people people tell me, and, like, he thinks, like, they're his friends when, you know, they're most, really anyone he knows is really borrowed from my acquaintance, you know, and, like, that was by mm -hmm. design. But he, he's telling people that I'm, I lost, I'm going crazy, you know, I, I got very greedy, <laughs> And I'm taking, you know, I'm trying to take it and he built it all. And like, I mean, dude, like he had a, he had a lawyer in the early discussion and like he, the lawyer goes, yeah, my client says that like, you know, Stevenson Ranch has no affili affiliation to Mike and like he hasn't brought any value. Like, you know, my client claims he's done everything and. Like, dude, the only reason Stevenson Ranch exists is because I created it. And then I created, <laughs> with 10 years of hard work, Your fans a following that, that yeah. care. And that's the only reason it has any fucking legs. And I'm mm -hmm. constantly marketing it. I'm constantly marketing it and, and just constantly working and growing the fan base and the consumer base. And just like how he's handled it in posts is really why we're here today because I do feel I do feel like this is the only way that he could ever learn accountability. I do feel I am going to pursue I am going to pursue legal and and police action. And I might lose money pursuing the legal. There's no guarantee, you know, like mm -hmm. I don't know, you know. Either way it's expensive to do and but it's literally principle, man. Like I'm a, I'm really trying to get really in tune with my principle as a person. And like, I really do feel as though like, this is a teaching moment. Um, and it really is the only option for, I think a, a better life for, I think he's gonna really struggle. There's, 
this is going to bring a lot of hardship. It, it already has, even though he tries to pretend like it, it hasn't, you know, which I understand. Yeah. And I, I, don't, I really don't even want him to suffer even right now. But I do feel as though it's the only way he'll be able to move forward with, uh, with like actually be able to be a man someday and, and be able to just like stand by his word and his actions. And if you mess up, you, you got to fix it. And, and uh, you, you don't hurt people who are, have helped you. Um, and, you know, you have to be able to tell the truth to yourself. And he doesn't have that skill. That's and, what I wanted to ask you. Do you think there was like a level of delusion where he actually thinks absolutely. he's not in the wrong? Like during, throughout right all now, of this? Even right now, I really genuinely feel like it, it, he, he, I don't know what's going on in the deep pockets of his brain, but overall, like mm -hmm. I, I don't, I, I think, you know, this is a real thing. There's a psychology behind it. He's, he's believed the lie so long. Um, he thought that, he was entitled to all of those things. Yeah. But like, dude, there's been other shit that's happened. Like, so I had a girl in Nashville reach out. She's a popular like influencer and I guess Foley had duped her into, I mean, this is kind of what I'm talking about and why we're here today is like standing next to the success that I've built with SR and just like, especially in Nashville, no one can't take Foley seriously. And like, Everyone's seeing the SR everywhere. He's parading it around like it's his. I'm letting him do that. That's totally fine. Whatever floats your boat and whatever gets us into more conversations. I didn't know about this, but he was using his success or our SR's success to commandeer other business and like field other business off to the side and like help them, which is fine too. You know what I mean? Fine. Like help do something for them on their merch side. This girl reaches out. She's like, wow, I can't believe like I, I had posted. I'm just going to read. I'm just going to read what she wrote. She said, Foley owes me $25,000, which is like a ton of money to me. And I never really knew how to approach this. Your last post makes this a lot easier for me to do. And I was just like, damn, you know, how, how did he do it? And he said, she said, he had auto drafts set up for creative fees for my merch that I was never aware of. He never so much sent me one draft for any of the creative. So he didn't do any creative, but he was create he was collecting a creative fee. I text him three yeah. months in a row telling him to turn the auto draft for my bank account off because he kept taking 5k a month when I hadn't seen one single fucking design. Oh my god. This is the type of guy this guy is. You know what I mean? Like there's other there's wow. there's other shit too. There's there's like dude, there's like a really there's a really nice dude from Canada who's a dope artist he paid Foley 5k for design work and then Foley just disappeared. The dude Fresco Trey, who we took on tour, dope artist, Foley did the same thing to him. Um, oh God. You know, just like, this is the type of person he is. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, who's this? Yeah, yeah. And then like, our our, our creative guys that he's working, that, that he had working for him, like promising them they're going to get credit, making them sign NDAs. And then taking all mm -hmm. the credit and not giving them credit and then also not paying them. Like there was one, there was, there was, there was one of our key designers who like was only paid a small portion of what he need, what he needed to be paid. You know? I can actually corroborate this because I talked to one of the designers you're talking about that was told to sign an NDA. And this is the same NDAs. I looked at it. He showed it to me on his phone, the NDA that he was forced to sign. And it's the same NDA that we were using when we were doing like Johnny Merch and having people at the house or having people work on our media for us and stuff like that. He took, he, I think he like legitimately asked me, asked me for a copy of it and <laughs> didn't tell me why. 
And it, cause it's the same thing. It's the same NDA that we had drafted up to use for our business. And yep. I'm almost positive. He asked me for like a copy of it for me to send it to him and didn't tell me why. And this is yep. now all adding up. Yep. 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 And dude, like the craziest part as fucked up as this whole thing is like, there's actually the bigger, the biggest infraction I haven't even mentioned. Like the biggest mm -hmm. thing that's just like so obvious and so dark and so crazy is, is, and I have like, I'm literally looking at the screen. Like I could show you guys, this is the evidence folder of this shit. It's like, I'm showing the camera. I don't know if you can fucking see it, but the guy had my, my company card attached to his Venmo and his PayPal. <laughs> and there's, Oh God. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. So it's so idiotic how like this is how comfortable he felt doing this he and i have the corroborating witness who sent me all these because this is all on the back end of your venmo and paypal like the transaction history mm -hmm. sending thousand dollar fifteen hundred you know there's a few it totals over just to one person who's unaffiliated this was a person that's very close to him for a long time the probably the closest person to him who had no affiliation to our businesses whatsoever or me right just mm -hmm. a companion of him. Over ten thousand dollars siphoned, siphoned through through Venmo alone. Just like literally requesting a thousand dollars and say send right back as the caption on Venmo. Send back, send back. <laughs> like literally mm -hmm. send back. He's captioning his request, send back. And this is all like it's on her, it's on the screenshots. So mm -hmm. he he's and, and like, just to break this really quickly down in layman's term is like, if there's a card associated in Amex, right? The, the cash gets dispersed out of the card when he sends it to the person. When they send it back, it does not go back on the card. It goes into his personal Venmo and PayPal accounts, which then mm -hmm. you, can, you can have, you can withdraw the cash from, you can make purchases, personal purchases, which John, last year, over $50,000 of commerce on my card on guess what venmo and paypal and wow. um it wasn't just one person there was multiple people that i know and i have the screenshots and the and you know they're going on record about just yeah he would hit them and just no explanation say send right back um mm -hmm. and you know that that's its own thing like you know and, and who, who who knows where where the legal and the police matters go and it's it's out of my control you know i'm gonna do everything i can to i'll 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 go do everything i can to bring it to just bring the truth to light on it all but that one in particular is fucking crazy you know what i mean like it's it's yeah. crazy i don't even want to say what it actually is titled you know because we're just trying to even though this is a very detailed conversation like there's i'm trying to make sure i don't say certain things but this is really bad, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's, there's a clear paper trail. I don't know what the future holds in that aspect. And I, I can't say that I necessarily care. You know what I mean? I care more about this. Like I spoke on the Theo Vaughn thing quickly. It's just getting back to the point of this. And like, I'm aware that it's, this is airing out personal stuff. And like, I am very, very lucky to be where I'm at. Um, I'm mm -hmm. not trying to make this a sob story or make it about me, you know, but I have a voice, you know, um, all I have is my name and my integrity. It's really what this is all built upon. And 
we talk about the fans and why this even sells or why we're in this place in life where we're experiencing abundance. It's it's really about what we cultivated with the fans. Mm -hmm. He poisoned the shit, man. Like he poisoned the shit with with not only the approaches to business and the negligence, but like there's thousands, literally on record thousands and like multi multi thousands of complaints people just having the worst experience, not getting responses, just being left well, on it, red. I, for- it, it, it gets deeper than that too. And this is the part that really chaps my ass is that how many fans came forward or commented after this news broke like months ago about bad interactions they had with Foley, like out, even outside of the business, Dude, just I like mean, it, it, like straight up interactions with him in person. Yeah, alarming, alarming. An alarming amount. amount. Yeah. And it was a clear, there's a clear like disappreciation for the fans from him. And that's what really pisses me off because without, without the fans and the support we get from them, none of this even exists. But dude, he's and like, like how none crazy. of it even exists. He's a direct benefactor. Like that's what, he I, that's is what I'm directly saying. Directly benefiting and more so than me. Like, yeah, I could say, well, you know, this is what happens to celebrities. Like, you know, there's there's so many people that like you and support you that like the the small people don't matter as much. And like, you know, it's more about the just overall, like, yo, I'm I'm making dope music, like whatever, you know, fuck y'all. Like <laughs> like Foley, dude, you're you're literally just here like taking the trickle down of like me having a fan base and having and actualizing materializing materializing some some of the ideas into a monetization you know something that we can monetize and form and a, a service a tra- you know trade of goods and and yeah. his whole life and how important money is to him you would think Foley's the one guy that's that's fucking actually worried about what the fans think and keep the fans happy because they're the ones supplying the lifestyle you're living and wanting to live yeah Exactly. You know what I mean? And it just, it's so, the lack of awareness is just so crazy. So, you know, and I have, I have, I really do cherish, um, I cherish the fact that I, I feel like, there might be some people that don't feel this way about me, but I feel like, you know, we've talked about this, like what really matters to me is like how people, I don't care about what people think about me. I care about what people think about me that know me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and mm-hmm. that trickles through to the Steves and the fan base and and then really anyone I've ever encountered in life is just like, I, I really do my best to be present with people myself. And, and, and I've definitely had moments and eras in my life where I was lost track or was worse than, than, than stellar, you know? But mm-hmm. being a man of my word, showing up for people showing up for what I say I'm going to do and just being somebody that like when you walk out of the room people respect you know like it's not about my any of the earnings or any of the accolades or even being a musician just like just being a solid fucking guy a good dude you know what I mean like yeah, that really good, matters to guy. me that's what it matters mm-hmm. that's really what it's about and to have it taint um, have it tainted so badly by someone so close. And what I mean by this is like, dude, every single fucking friend and person and person of importance, Foley was my point person. Like, yo, hit Foley, I'll get you some hats, we'll get you some things. Well, I hit Foley, you know what I mean? Like was literally funneling people to this guy. 
And then he's, I find out he's mismanaging the relationships and then he's over asking. Like he spent fucking 10 minutes with Marcus. I've spent 10 years. He's, he's asking Marcus like for tickets and for access into <laughs> this celebrity yeah. dentist that fully pay. Dude, uh, let's just talk about this. Like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> fully got fucking $50,000 teeth. Yeah. And teeth. Yo, dude, this was right around when I was starting to get the answers. So mm -hmm. I literally, as a test, I hit him. I go, dude, how, how are you paying for these? How are you paying for these teeth? He's like, that's a funny thing to ask when I'm in the chair. Ha ha. Like that, that was his response straight up. Like this, this is the level of gaslighting. Want to know why it's so crazy? He was spending on my card. He was using my card to get fucking fake teeth. And... Yeah. And there was a $10,000 expense, which he was probably paying in increments. And guess what? Five days later, it was credited back. This was the only credit the entire year. So the and Amex the only shows one you the credits back. The only one I called yeah. him out on was the only thing that was credited back. Like, dude, well, this, here's one, this, here's one other was, specific thing, though, I want to I wanna say. Like, all right. he hit me. He hit me. He's like, dude, you know, one of my producers who he's buddies with now because that's the only friends he ever has or my trickle down friends, really, genuinely. He hits me, he's yeah. like, yo, you know, so-and-so's girl like was connected to this farm. There's, there's a horse there that needs to be adopted. And, you know, um, I think it's a cool look, like a save a horse campaign for Stevenson Ranch. He could be the mascot. His name's Moose, you know, which we have a lot mm -hmm. of like Moose branding. I was like, Absolutely, man. Like, what are, what are the monthly costs, you know, roughly for to take over the adoption? He's like, 500, 500 bucks or so. Mm -hmm. I said, absolutely, man. Yeah. Since, so that happens, all of a sudden, Foley and his fucking girlfriend on their personal Instagrams, they're posting the horse, a thanks from the owner, a thanks from the barn owner, to, not Stevenson Ranch, Ben Foley <laughs> and whatever the fuck her name is. Thank you guys so much. And, you know, making it out like, to be like, it was their horse. It's their horse. Oh yeah. It's their horse. Yeah. And then it gets, it gets better, John. It gets better. <laughs> no mention of it on Stevenson Ranch account. That was the whole, that was the whole shtick. The whole, this is how Foley operated though. Like he would, yeah. he, he was very tactical and he's not a stupid guy. You know what I mean? He clearly mm -hmm. is stupid for a lot of the mistakes he's made, but you know what I'm saying? Like it was, yeah, he, right. there was always, it was always a bit of truth at the top on the surface of a bunch of bullshit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, I call him out on it. I'm like, what the fuck you, like, why do you make everything about you, dude? Like, I already give you all the credit. Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm literally letting you champion SR all around town. Like I'm, I'm living in Malibu on the beach. I don't even see people. Like all I do is wear it and create the fan base and create the fucking push through to the, sell through, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm letting mm -hmm. you because I want you to have this opportunity. Like I want, I want this for you. You know what I mean? And we, I can't tell you how many times I had conversations like that over the years, trying to check him and just like, yo, stop making it all about yourself. Do the fucking work, man. Like just, we have endless complaints. Like stop parading around. Like you're the best CEO in the world when you're not, you know what I mean? You're not even doing the baseline of what this company is about. It's like, people you make mm -hmm. dope shit and you get it to them on time yeah and um you know i get the amex expense sheets once we start i, I really start learning about what's going on Thirty five hundred dollar charge on what day of the year john 
Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> yeah. Hey, baby, I love you so much. I got you a horse. You know, like $3,500 at, at, a, at a, you know, at a horse store. Like, you know, uh, there was, there was a bunch, there was like more, there was like more costs associated to it too. And like literally yeah. ignored me and, and just to this day, still parading it around. Like, look at me and my horse, you know, like, the teeth thing was what, like, that's when it kind of set it off with me. And I was like, wait a second, like 50 grand, like in one shot. And like, I'm, I'm like relating it to myself and my expenses a bit. I'm like, I've, I've like lived in a house for almost a year, spending it like almost an entire year trying to furnish a home. And like, yeah. I haven't even put 50 grand into my home over the course of a year. And he's spending it in one shot on a new pair of teeth. And I was like, something, something's really not adding up here. <laughs> like it Dude. makes absolutely no sense. It's, <laughs> oh man, uh. it's, it's just like, obviously I feel so stupid for not looking into it earlier because I always was like, dude, the guy would show up wearing a $15,000 Louis Vuitton jean jacket and jean shirt and fucking, and a $5,000 Rolex. Let's not even talk about the Rolexes, dude. Oh, I mean, geez, actually yeah. let's, let's, he, he bought, <laughs> he bought seven Rolexes. I have all these receipts and uh, you know, all these mm -hmm. things I've literally done all the homework my team has, we have all the shit, like, you know. Um, dude, he bought, he bought seven Rolexes, you know. Don't hold me to these numbers because I don't want to hold up the conversation, but the majority of them were like $2,500 Rolexes and then they were customized. So really they were like 3,500 all in. And then he got mm -hmm. one for himself that was 7,500. <laughs> But the other and ones were for giveaways, right? It was like a for, well, Ranch giveaway. for giveaways, right? But then we get to the giveaways. Yeah. He did it. He mm -hmm. did it illegally. Um, turns out the only two Rolexes I could track down, one was given to Ernest. One was given <laughs> to, you know, quite ironically, very coincidental in a in a raffle that that it supposedly had <laughs> a randomized <laughs> raffle of a thousand people. I guess the owner of Tin Roof, the bar that Foley goes to all the time. I guess he won it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's good yeah. enough, he's a Steve, and he's like good enough to just be like, yeah. To, so I took it, I took those two Rolexes back, cause guess what? The others are nowhere to be found, and, and I tracked down the person that he posted very briefly about that, hey, this SR order number one, whatever it was, you're a winner. I tracked that order number down, I tracked that person down, he never got anything, he never even got notified. Yeah. So this is another, what I'm talking about, it's a money grab. Like, first mm -hmm. off, I wasn't okay with doing a fucking Rolex raffle. It's not aligned with Stevenson Ranch at all. He thought, he um, was no, he was no. running the fucking, it was a winner. Stevenson Ranch is a winner and it's gonna go to the fucking moon, but he was mm -hmm. running it into the ground, dude. Like, really, yeah. really, like I can't, I'll spare you guys the details, but like I've taken six to eight months with proper people to like fix the infrastructure because it was so fucking mm -hmm. bad. But yeah. yeah, I mean, dude, we got, if we got reported to the business bureau about, about the Rolex thing, that's why I hustled and like got the Rolex raffled out to real people randomized so that we're okay. But I have no idea where the other $20,000 Rolex is. I never got one. I am Stevenson Ranch. I never got one, <laughs> but I guarantee his girl and his little brother and his dad got one. And I, yeah. I just want people to know that like, no, this isn't like me firing him because he, I could, what she deserved to be fired for the customer service negligence and a lot of shit, right? But like, I want people to know the level of narcissism and like lack of accountability because like, I know for a fact he duped me, man. Like, 
I felt like I had a great gauge on people. This was a wake-up call. Like you've you've experienced the change in me. I'm I'm not really not that it's tainted me or anything, but I'm not I'm not taking anybody's word for shit anymore. You know what I mean? No. Like yeah, you're more cautious, more cautious now. Way more cautious, and and I have yeah. no problem having hard conversations. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, he's gonna he's gonna. This is just a personality thing, and and he he needs to. He needs to go through the the growing pains of this and hopefully can grow and not let it bury him. But like, I, I can't, I can't let it, I can't let him run around, stand next to the success, the, the shit that I've built, we've built really. The camaraderie and the culture that we've built and all the people over there like, yeah, you know, Foley's a creative genius. This is SR brand? Yeah, he was like, fuck that shit, bro. You know what I mean? I'm not like all the, even, all, all these, like, SR dude, logo. he didn't. The guy working with <laughs> SR now and with me closely, yeah. every day I'm talking with this kid, his name's Cam. He's been doing it for fucking seven years. Yeah. He ha- he was dead broke, Foley not paying him. Meanwhile, Foley's outsourcing all the work to him, not paying him. I mean, upon learning this, like I, I he he had an invoice that was open for $7,500. Like that money's super serious for him. Like needed mm-hmm. it bad. You know what I mean? Like. Doing yeah. all this legwork and all spending the time crafting logos. I mean, he made the SR logo. I know. He, you know, I mean, after all this went down, like in, initially he sent me a message and I remembered him from back in the day because I think he's yeah. from Massachusetts as well. And he's like, he's like, dude, like I just, I, I just heard about the news and he's like, he's like, I'm actually the one that like designed the SR logo along with like a bunch of other stuff over the years. He's like, I have no idea like what's going on or like what's happening, like, or what what's going to happen with me. Uh, I, and I was like shocked. I'm like, you... I'm like, you made the SR logo? Like, what? <laughs> and it just, and it, dude, it wasn't just him. He had another guy on a fucking weekly retainer making designs. Ugh. Yeah, it's crazy. And, you know, it's just like, dude, this could have went a million different ways. Like, it, it, it really went worst case scenario. And I, it's, it's, it's shocking. Um, but bad shit happens in life, bro. Like look look around in the world, you know? Like people get very disconnected from their truth and very disconnected from reality. And I um no no bullshit. I started gratitude journaling again and I actually I write, you know, I write a I write a message in my journal like hoping that he finds he finds, you know, his truth someday, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't I'm not sitting here trying to, um, I mean, you know, the old me, I would have flew to his house in the middle of the night and dragged him out of his house. And I don't think he'd be walking correctly right now. You know what I mean? But like, I, yeah, I'm very proud of that, but also just like, I know karma will handle it. And this is me trying to be an instrument of karma. You know, like this might fuck up some shit for the legal process. I don't care. I don't care. I'd rather, I don't, it's not about the money for me. It wasn't, it never was. It's about mm-hmm. the principle of this. Like, and I'm not, I am going to defend my name. You know what I mean? I am, I am going to defend, I'm going to stand up for the, for the Steves and, and they needed an answer. A lot of people like, dude, do you know how many people reached out to me and said, yeah, oh, I stopped, I stopped buying shit from you. Like it was yeah. so bad, dude. Like I couldn't buy anything and get it. So I mm-hmm. stopped doing it, but I still, I still rock with you and listen to your music, you know? But just like yeah. the amount of people that went through some kind of bad experience, I mean, dude, you know, it, it's uh, it's been such a learning year, and I'm I'm actually deeply thankful for it. 
Um, I'm making an album called The Lows. There was so much of this energy that I was able to channel into this music. And I know it will come back to me tenfold. I now have an incredible little team that we've I handpicked and we've I work closely with every day that is running the back end on my businesses. I'm so excited to roll out um, Stevenson Ranch. We've sl we've soft launched the Keep Going Mike stuff. We're just getting going again. You know, even Chug Bud, we're relaunching. Like, there's a lot of shit fucked up with that, and we have a brand new product. It's just like a almost feels like a metamorphosis, you know, like we were in a cocoon and we we're like busting out of it, ready to, ready to fly out and be a butterfly, you yeah. know? So we're, we're peacocks. We got to fly. We got to fly, you know? So, uh, you know, I didn't really want to be here and do this. I actually put this off for a few weeks and my, my, my better half was like, you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to just, you got to just get it off your chest and yeah. give yourself closure. And I'll never, I'll never mention his name again, and I, I, I really, I really do wish the best for him, and I'm going to make this as hard as I can on him. And I really do, truly believe that it's from a place of like, like I said, it's like the only, it's the only way that he can evolve, because, dude, there, were, I didn't deserve this, you know what I mean? And and shit happens every day to people that don't deserve it. And I'm very aware yeah. of that. But I didn't deserve this, man. I, I I did everything I could to help you and include you and empower you. And in the face of many underqualifications and many oversights, I looked past it. I looked past it because I honored um I honored time. And there's a mistake there, you know. Just because someone's been around for a while, just because someone's been there for so long, it's not it doesn't mean they're really there for you. You know what I mean? Like I was creating an opportunity. And it was the best opportunity he had. These these are opportunist behaviors. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. already, you know, like the moment he gets a better opportunity, it just never came because I kept growing and kept getting better. And it, mm -hmm. I'm still the hot girl at the dance. You know what I mean? Like we're, yeah, it's you just, are. you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, I'm not saying in a, in a cocky way, I'm saying like actually generally speaking, like it was a great alignment for him to say, yeah, I'm working with Mike and I'm doing SR. Like this shit's taking off. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. So. Yeah, it's not like, hey, man, this guy really stayed loyal and down. Like, no, there just wasn't anything popping. Like there wasn't anything else going on that he had an opportunity because if he had it, he would have left and took it. So mm -hmm. I know that I've learned the difference and I've and I've definitely made a lot of changes about my personal being and how I'm viewing things. And this was this was a, a part of me becoming a man, which I had already been doing in certain aspects of my life. But if I want to be an entrepreneur and I want to make millions of dollars and I want to fucking provide for my family forever. I have to learn these lessons, you know? So mm -hmm. we talk about the beauty of being independent and the beauty of working <laughs> with your friends. And why would you ever get a manager, an agent, people? You could do it yourself <laughs> with your friends. Like this is, it would yeah. be, this whole thing's built off transparency and it would be a fucking lie and a disservice to everyone that I'm trying, not tr I'm not trying to persuade anyone. Just, just to the truth of the matter, like, doing shit with your friends as a reason it's a cliche. And like they say, don't do business with friends. There, there are vast challenges, ever evolving challenges to doing it mm -hmm. that way. And, yeah. um, you know, it's not always pretty. And yeah, we, we've, we've been a success story, but I, I, I want to share the hard parts. Like this is embarrassing for me, man. I talk about being an entrepreneur, like honestly, it, it'd be better if I didn't mention any of this. No one needed to know any of this shit but I care about the principle more. Like 
I care about the actual mm -hmm. truth and I care about the transparency and that's why this conversation needed to happen. And it, you know what, if, if it fucks up any of the legal stuff or because I overshared or whatever, I don't care, sue me. I don't give a fuck, I really don't. Like I, it takes a lot of money to sue people. I, I'm learning that. <laughs> So, yeah. you know, have at it. Cause I know I did nothing wrong and everything I just said is factual. You know what I mean? It's, it's factual. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm confident. I don't think the truth is, is any, speaking the truth is, can, can never really be wrong. Um, mm -hmm. and, and this is the truth. So I hope it was, I think this is a juicy conversation for a lot of people. A lot of people have always, you know, there's always been people asking, but, um, I, I don't want to, I really went out of my way. I think we have, we've made a decision to not be negative and harp on negative things, but I think I've done a good job today of like kind of articulating why it's bigger than that. And like, you have to be able to have hard conversations and you got to be honest, yeah. even when it's ugly, you know? So yeah. Um, yeah, that's where we're at. And, you know, from this day on, it's, it's, my heart is, um, I already feel better. You know, my heart is, my heart is open and um this case is closed and whatever happens with with the other matters you know is what's supposed to happen and mm -hmm. and you know we're, we're ready to move on with grace and fucking dignity and i'm hoping that um the people that were lost along the way with with his fucking negligence and his ignorance and his fucking entitlement people that were impacted negatively um can hear this or learn about this and you know maybe those those relationships to me and my business can be healed and and uh you know we can move we can all move on you know and that's that's really that's what we're going to do that's what i've done in my life you know and uh i'm happy about where we are and and i'm just happy to move forward you know put this shit behind us i'm excited know. for the future there's a lot of exciting things coming up yeah there is so there's there's mm -hmm. a sr SR, we're, I haven't said this yet. We're, we're re relaunching October 20th. We have our best collection mm -hmm. yet. I was super hands-on. It's our best clothes. And I'm just yep. so eager for everyone to see the new site, the new functionality, the new operations, the new customer service. You buy your shit, you get it within a week. And, you know, everyone's happy and we can actually scale this and give people good experiences. Um, mm -hmm. Been a long build. Can't express to you how fucked up how bad he was seriously no no shade like how underqualified and bad he was at this because i had to learn the whole thing and i'm you know i, ha I had to hire people that have been doing this for years and were able to give insights and reparations and how we fix it you know and yeah. um and uh yeah i'm just super happy to to be in this spot now i feel very accomplished even before it launches like people are you know we launched keep going that, that went extremely well there's more to come and uh chug bud we have a 2.0 like this is the bread and butter this is this is like the demo version popped off and we made we're making the, de the demo version got popular but like this is like the this is the a plus chug bud that like i can give to anyone and i know it's amazing it won't fall apart there's no nothing wrong with it we're ready to relaunch yeah. that mm -hmm. and uh yeah album album is gonna be the best album of my life shits on the highs it really does Whew. for me Shit's on the highs. Um, Sheesh. So I'm really excited and I'm just, I'm foot down every day, you know, not forcing it, but I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just, I mean, dude, like this week, I made two songs this week that are on the album. Like, even though I'm in the phase of just finishing what I have, 
So I'm still beating yeah. songs that are on the list. That's how. Just, that's always how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. I'm really excited about the body of work, and I'm excited to share. I'm, I'm excited to be here in this space in my life, and I'm very thankful for the people I do have, and and uh, you know we've made it way further than any of us could have imagined. I think there's a lot more to go, and uh, yeah, life is good. Life is good. Gotta gotta give gotta give thanks to the Steves. Um, mm -hmm. anyone, you know, anyone listening, it's, it's, uh, it really is, I don't know where I would be in life if I didn't, you know, I wasn't able to convert, you know, people like y'all to be believers and supporters, you know, I'd be doing something totally different, which is crazy Same. to imagine. And, and, um, yeah. very thankful for the opportunity to still be here and, and be able to make a real living out of this. So yeah, that's really it, John. I think we had, a, this was a, this was a different type of conversation, but I think we did pretty well. I think so too. I think it's time to open your blinds. Should Metaphorically I? and physically. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> blinds are opening, John. There you go. Let's let, the, let's let God's water. This is, this is God's water out here. You know, Malibu <laughs> Beach. Let the yep. sun shine in. It's fucking up our whole shot, but the proverbial, uh, the proverbial uh, <laughs> sun has shined through. The light at the end of the tunnel has shined through. So here we are. Here we are.